If you've ever wondered if you should use your photo on your podcast cover art, then today's episode is for you. I'm going to walk you through the three big but sneaky mistakes that most podcast hosts don't even realize they're making when it comes to their cover art. And I'm also going to reveal the results of a recent experiment that our team did with our own cover art so you can steal our best practices to get more eyes on your podcast. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. Most podcast hosts have no idea that their cover art is actually hurting their show's ability to attract new listeners. They thought that hiring someone for 20 bucks on Fiverr and picking a nice headshot and putting their brand colors and their fonts on there was good enough to get the job done. Maybe even adding in, you know, a clip art microphone of a podcast for extra effect. Or worse, they use a Canva template and call it a day. Ugh. Cringe. But why? Why is this cringe? Why is this bad? Courtney, I thought Canva actually looks pretty good. I didn't think my Canva template podcast cover art looks bad. Are you telling me it looks bad? I'm not saying that it looks bad or good. But I am saying that if you want to separate yourself from all the hobbyist and amateur podcasts that are out there, then you need to actually look like a top 100 podcast. So if you're listening to my voice right now and you didn't think about your podcast cover art beyond, hmm, which photo of me is the most flattering? then don't worry, because in this episode, we are going to fix it. And look, I've been in business for over seven years, and I've been podcasting for four of those years. And we have worked with dozens and dozens and dozens of business owners to help them launch top 100 podcasts that actually grow their business. And there are three mistakes that just being in this industry for so long, I see time and time again. And these mistakes actually hurt your visibility. And most hosts don't even realize that they're making them. And the first of these mistakes is using Canva or hiring someone on Fiverr to create your cover art for you. Two reasons why this is a problem. Number one, as much as I love Fiverr and as great as Fiverr is for a lot of things, your $20 Fiverr hire doesn't know a thing about the psychology that goes into attracting more listeners through the visual imagery of your podcast. And this is huge. Standing out in the podcast feed is not so much about choosing a bright color or an exciting font or a really beautiful photo of you as it is about knowing how to arrange the visual imagery of your title, any images that you use, your tagline, your name, and the colors, and the fonts, and the positioning in the feed that goes into attracting potential listeners. The other reason why this is a problem is because if everybody is using a Canva template, then nobody stands out, do they? I can scroll through my podcast feed in any given category and point out to you which of those are Canva templates. And it's becoming a bigger and bigger problem as we see more and more podcasts arriving on the scene Because look, Canva only has so many templates. There's only so many choices you can select and there's only so many tweaks you can make before everything starts to look the same. So if you really want to stand out and attract more people to your podcast, your cover art is like that first gatekeeper that your listener has to go through. If they don't get through that gate, guess what? They're never going to click play on your episode. 
They're never going to scroll through your recent episodes to see what topics you're talking about. They're not going to read your show notes. Heck, they're not even going to read your podcast description. If they are scrolling their feed and they overlook your cover art, it's game over. You've lost them. So this is a really big deal. We want to make sure that as professional hosts of a professional podcast, because yes, even if you are a new podcaster, you have to step into that identity of a top 100 podcast host and wake up every day and look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am a top 100 host. I am the host of a top 100 podcast and show up that way for your audience in all of your authenticity and all of your realness and all of your you-ness that makes you you. And if your goal is to grow your podcast into the thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of downloads so that you can convert more of those listeners to leads and get more of those people enrolling in your programs and into your community and onto your email list, then we got to look the part. It's kind of like auditioning for a role, right? American Idol, those are the first auditions that popped into my mind. But look, if you get up on that stage and you can't sing, I'm sorry, but you're out. And it's the same thing here. We've got to look the part and we've got to play the part. Now, this doesn't mean becoming someone you're not or putting something out there that is not authentic to you. That is not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that we have to actually look like a top 100 podcast if you want to separate yourself from the rest. So that's mistake number one, Canva and Fiverr. Please stop using them, at least for your podcast cover art. For everything else, by all means, I love me some Canva and Fiverr comes in handy in the nick of time sometimes when you're like, ha, I need help with a last minute project or something super specific. But please stop using them for your podcast cover art. Now, the second mistake that a lot of people don't even realize that they're making is not considering how your cover art looks against other podcasts in your category. Look at Amy Porterfield. If you were to go and take a screenshot of the top 10 marketing podcasts, Amy is usually hovering somewhere in that top 10 number. And if you were to squint your eyes and look at the screen, you would immediately see that, oh my goodness, nine out of 10 of those podcasts use really warm, bright colors. There's a lot of yellows going on. There's oranges, there's hot pinks, there's reds. And then on the opposite end of that spectrum, we see some dark blues, navy blue, black, midnight blue. A lot of the artwork, again, if you just take a minute and step back and observe this for a second, you'll notice a lot of the artwork is very cluttered. There's a lot going on. There's all these little curly cues popping off the screen and these little graphic images that I guess someone thought would look good behind their photo because they just didn't want like a blank color behind them. But it makes it very busy and it causes your eye to overlook it. The other mistake that a lot of these people make, which look, they're in the top 10, but listeners are overlooking them, I guarantee you. And in a moment, I'll explain why. A lot of them use these fonts that I don't care if it's your brand font, but if it's script and it's so tiny that I can't read it on a thumbnail image, you've lost me. But here's the thing about Amy. Now, whether she realizes she's doing this or not, I don't know, but Amy Porterfield's pretty smart. And what Amy did with her podcast is that her cover art looks completely opposite from all the other podcasts in that category. Her background is simple. It's light gray. The shirt she's wearing is a light sky blue. 
The only warm color we see is a little yellow box behind her name. Now, if you're listening to this episode years into the future, maybe Amy's changed her cover art by then. But at this point in time, her cover art exudes the vibe of her podcast. And this is what I mean by conveying the message of your podcast to attract more listeners through the visual imagery of your show. We all know Amy's podcast is online marketing made easy. And everything about her cover art is light. It's easy. It breathes. And it stands out against other shows in her primary category. And this is so important because guess what? As a listener, in fact, all humans, whenever we consume content, we're not consuming content consciously. We're scrolling our Instagram feeds. We're scrolling our podcast feeds. And we are engaging with content that resonates with us on an unconscious level. We're not sitting there logically and going, oh my goodness, that designer must have put 12 hours into designing that little thumbnail of a cover art. It's absolutely gorgeous. Let me go click play. Like, come on, who has time for that? No, we're just scrolling and we are going to go where our eyes lead us. So the first step to attracting more listeners is to draw their eye to your show. So that's big mistake number two, not considering your podcast against other shows like it and other shows in your category next to it. And the third, and dare I say the biggest mistake of all, is not understanding the purpose of your cover art to begin with. The purpose of your cover art is not to make you look good. It's not to build your authority. Yes, it can do those things. But the purpose of your cover art is to convey the message of your podcast and to connect with a potential listener to draw them into your show. Because what's the next thing they're going to read once their eye is drawn to your cover art? Your title. And your title better darn well be solving a very real problem for your listeners if you expect them to click through and learn any more about your show, much less listen. But the purpose of your cover art is to draw someone's eye and to connect with them. And I was having a conversation a couple of months back with a colleague of mine who was telling me, oh, Courtney, you've got to update your cover art. You're still using your photo. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm still using my photo? And they said, well, you know, more and more hosts are moving away from using their photo on their cover art. I said, well, what do you mean? Why? Why are they moving away from using their photo? He said, well, you know, we live in an all about me world now. And everyone only cares about themselves. They don't care about you. Plus, there's unconscious bias going on. Right, where if they see someone, a photo of someone they don't know, a stranger on a podcast that they could potentially be interested in, but you don't look like them, you don't seem like the type of person they would get along with, then they're not going to click through. They're not going to be interested in you or what you have to say. And look, I get where he was coming from. I really do. Unconscious bias is real. We all have it. And guess what? We're never getting rid of it. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to apply a theory like this without testing it first. So that's exactly what I did. And I went to my team and I said, okay, look. And I brought our graphic designer in who designs all of our client cover art. And I said, hey, I've got an experiment for you. Here's what we need to do. We need to create some new images for the show that don't use my photo. And then I want to freshen up the show. We were in the process of rebranding it at the time. 
And I said, we've got the new title coming out and I want to update the cover art too. So let's do a couple of options with my photo. And here are some new photos that you can use. So she got to work and we're all putting our heads together and we're like, okay, we like this. We don't like this. Let's try this color, not that color. And this was a process that took a couple of weeks. And finally, we had two designs to work with, one with a photo of me and one without a photo. Now, let me be clear. The one with the photo, I was not actually looking at the camera. I was looking away from the camera. Now, we did this intentionally. And in a moment, I'll explain why and I'll give you the results of what we found. But we had these two cover art options and both of them were beautiful. They really were. And I said, okay, here's our next step. First, we are going to test this. And we're going to test this within a community that knows me. And we're also going to run some anonymous tests. Because who you ask matters. A lot of podcast hosts will go out there and they'll go in their business groups and they'll say, hey, which cover art do you like better? But at the end of the day, it's impossible to remove unconscious bias. So what we want to do as smart business owners is to control for it as much as possible. So most people go into these business groups or they go to their clients or they post on Instagram, people who already know, like, and trust them, and they ask for their opinion. Which one do you like better? Poll the audience. The problem with this is that while they will give their input, most willingly and often gladly, you have to keep in mind that that input is going to be biased towards you because they already know, like, and trust you. So I'm not saying not to go to your business groups or to your clients and ask because that can be very valuable feedback that you can use to weigh in your decision-making process, but you shouldn't only go to your business groups. If you really want to do it right, and we A-B test a lot of stuff with the podcast, but those A-B tests need to be anonymous. Now, you might be wondering, okay, where do I go to anonymously test this stuff? I mean, I can't really go into an anonymous group where I know no one, right? Let me just go join a random group on Facebook and post my stuff and see what people say. What I recommend is a site called pickfu.com. I know, it's a really weird name. It's P-I-C-K-F-U, don't laugh, dot com. We'll link it in the show notes. You have to put a few dollars behind it, but it's very affordable and it is a fantastic tool because what they do is they put whatever you're testing in front of targeted but anonymous audiences. And what this does is it helps you remove unconscious bias as much as possible. So we did these tests and what was really interesting was that overwhelmingly with this first test of photo of me looking away, cover art with no photo, the one with the photo still overwhelmingly won. And I was like, huh, interesting. Okay, let's take this test one step further. So what I did was I went back to our designer and I'm like, okay, look, overwhelmingly, the one with the photo still was the winner. However, I now want to test what type of photo to use. So here's what we're going to do. Let's create another image with a photo of me looking at the camera and let's test those against each other. So she did that, came back to me. I took these two images now and we A-B tested those. What do you think the results were? Obviously, you can look at my cover art and probably get a good hint as to the results of this experiment. But overwhelmingly, without a doubt, 100% of the responders said, the photo of you looking at the camera. Why? Because I feel more connected to you. 
And sometimes it is so easy to get caught up in what the world is telling you you need to do because of this trend or that trend or stop posting this, start posting this. I saw a reel the other day that said, oh, looping reels are out. Now text blocks are in. Every day there's going to be something new. But at the end of the day, you are a smart business owner and you can test these things within your business. And when you run those tests, you're going to get very valuable feedback that actually will help set you apart. Because had I listened to this advice from this colleague of mine who is very well-versed and very knowledgeable about the industry and just blindly followed that, I would have been doing my community and my potential listeners a big disservice. So unconscious bias aside, you got to remember the primary purpose of your cover art is connection. For us as business owners, even if you are not purely a personal brand, most of us are still building brands that are personal. Now, if you're a news media outlet or you're a true crime podcast or you're a podcast where your name is no way in any shape or form or fashion associated with the podcast itself or the business that's being represented, then and only then would it most likely behoove you to not use your photo on the cover art. But for 99.9% of you listening right now, that's not you. You're not some big corporation. You're not Mercedes or Audi or the latest true crime podcast or The Times or Wall Street Journal or LA Weekly. That's not you. So those are the results of our experiment. Take them or leave them. But those are my tips to you when designing your cover art. You've got to remember these three mistakes and what to do to avoid them if you want to stand out and attract more listeners to your show. And listen, while dialing in your cover art from a psychology perspective is one way to get more eyes on your podcast, another way, an arguably even more important way to increase your show visibility and actually convert lurkers to new listeners has to do with your show name. And a lot of people get this dead wrong. So come with me to the next episode where I'm going to show you exactly what you need to be aware of when choosing a podcast name and whether or not it might be time to rename your show. That's all coming up next to help you make your business binge worthy. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 